everyone welcome to another episode of martinis and magic in this episode we're covering chapters 22 through 28 of crescent city a house of earth and blood um last episode i know we like alternated chapters but casey and i both skimmed all of these ones it is a Friday night here in Chicago. The night before, like, Chicago's big St. Pat's celebration. So we have a long day ahead of us tomorrow, and we're on our second bottle of wine. <laughs> yes, so we were planning on having an easy night, but that doesn't really happen when we have wine. No. <laughs> um, we are drinking from Casey's Wink Box. It's called, what was it? Oh, shoot. I completely threw Yeah, you just got it Something up. Vero. It's like this Tempo, white... Oh, Tempo Vero. Tempo Vero. It's like a white blend. Um, it's really good. Yeah, it's really easy to drink. Like I've slowly become a white wine drinker. That I love white wine. It's so much easier to drink. Mm-hmm. I really like it. I And I don't feel as hungover when I drink white wine. Like That's why whenever we hang out on the weekdays, I'm always like, let's drink white wine because my hangovers aren't as bad. So... I feel like white wine has more sugar. But it I feel like it has less of the sulfates and the sulfates yeah. are what like get me like. Well it has less alcohol. Like I get way more yeah. drunk off red wine than white oh, wine. Oh hundred percent. Yeah. But since I met Emily, I mean I used to like never just like randomly drink or like drink wine and now I drink a bottle every two yeah. days. I mean there's <laughs> nothing wrong with a nightly glass of wine. That's no, I really I, like it. I enjoy that's it. That's how I end all of my nights after work. It's the perfect nightcap. Just a little glass of wine to just top you over. I like it. Um, okay, so we're gonna start with chapter twenty-two. It's pretty short, it's only like two pages. Um it picks up right after Whoa, wait, where was I? Was I? Um Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it picks up with them, like, they were at um, Luna's Temple, mm-hmm. right? That's what it's called? Yeah. And Hunt, like, went outside to take a phone call, and then... Rune um, is there. Yeah, Rune's there. Um, and then it picks off with, like, Bryce, Hunt, and Rune all standing outside of the temple, like, kind of just, like, chatting about a bunch of stuff. Um they're wondering if, like, the Autumn King is possibly responsible for the murders. They don't think he would be if he is telling Rune to look after the horn because they think the horn's related to all of it. Um, and then this is where Bryce is like, oh, I'm just a half-breed slut to Rune. And that's when we kind of get the tidbit of what their fight was about. Um, and then it kind of just switches to Bryce's POV mid-chapter. She's back at work and... She, like, gets a call from Jessica about, like, this, like, client coming in to look at one of their artwork or whatever. And the artwork was the embrace symbol, which I think that symbol is so weird. Oh, yeah, with the boobs. Yeah, that's why I, like, marked it down. It's on, like, 243. And it's literally, like, um... A mountain-shaped breast. Yeah. Okay, um... The holy image was known as the embrace. Her mother even wore its symbol. Circle nestled top two triangles as a silver pendant. But like, I don't know. I just think that's such a weird symbol for them to have. It's like, weird. But also we have a lot of weird art in there. Yeah. Portrayed as a son with male f- features bearing his face in the p- 
pair of mountain-shaped breasts. Like, that's just kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, I do appreciate that it, the woman's, like, the dominant one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> in the painting. It is about her. Um, um, I did want to bring up in Chapter 22, like, why do you think the Autumn King wants the horn? Like, I don't believe that he wants it because it's just, like, a symbol of the Fae. I thought like, it was do you think like he's his... trying to get through the different worlds and portals? Oh, do you think that was, like, his, like... Just because he has that story. system, like, in his office, like, I think he's aware... Of everything. There's different worlds, and he, I think he thinks that the horn is, like, a key to, like, transporting through them. Mm. Also, sorry, guys, I have a little bit of a stuffy nose, and I feel like I just, like, cleared my nose in that, and you're gonna hear it. I didn't even hear it. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> um, well, I just thought it was because, like, Micah was, like baiting him to look for it and was like oh your people can't even keep this artifact safe because like he wanted yeah i can't even tell i can't tell anymore because like like, did he even care about micah's baiting do you even care when micah died i think he's big on his ego about like what people perceive him and how powerful he seems and i think that like them not having the horn like furthers the i just think him in book two he's like has that conversation with Bryce where he's like, I'm looking for the same thing you are, like the truth. Oh, yeah. I mean, I see it. Like, I don't look into his reasoning behind that. I think it was yeah. due to, like, Micah Like, the Autumn that. King, for some reason, comes off like Eris to me in Akatar. Like, I just think there's I get a backstory. Yeah. I, like... Maybe he's the true uh, Autumn Court King. Maybe. The Dust Court. Yeah. That's what, like, I don't think he's fully evil, but then he does stuff... Or says is did really bad stuff That's too, true. but he's not fully evil. Yeah, who's just focused? Maybe we think on like a greater purpose. I know that like I give the characters in Akatar so much more slack. You do. You really do. I know. I mean, the only person you think is truly evil in Akatar is fucking Tamla. <laughs> that is so true. Which I can argue a redemption arc for him all day. And everybody else, I give so much slack. It's literally like they're my friends. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to defend them. They're not here. I mean, maybe themselves. like Hybern. Yeah. And Eanthe. I don't like her. Oh, hate that. Okay, bitch. yeah. Eanthe is probably the worst character in the entire. Yeah. She is awful. But um, yeah, you really don't give these. You don't I don't even give Hunt slack in this. I know. And I'm realizing that, like, with Hunt in particular, I'm realizing that my initial reactions were wrong. Yeah, me too. As more I'm reading it, it's better. She also does conflicting personalities for Hunt, though. I get into it later. Like, but there's just such different personalities between we see his soft side with Shahar versus the Umbra Mortis versus he is very judgmental towards Bryce. He's not a smooth guy. And that's so But then true. he's also teasing. Like, he call, calls her sweetheart. Yeah. So, like, yeah. it's kind of like a mix of all these different characters into one. He, that is, I've never thought of it that way. He is probably, like, one of the male leads in the book that is not smooth. Like, he's not. No, he's not smooth at all. Yeah. He does not think stuff through. Not at all. He is so impulsive. Yeah. And we're so used to, like, I mean, I guess that's similar to, like, how Cassian, though. Like, Cassian gives me the ick because he's not smooth. But, like, Reese is very smooth and Ooh, Az is very confusing. smooth. It's I thought you were talking about, like... Castile. Yeah. Oh, Castile's smooth. Um, yeah, very smooth. Very smooth. Um, I mean, again, to this book, I think Bryce is the most realistic female lead. So I think Hunt is probably, like, a very realistic just... Yeah, I mean, like, what guy man. do you know that is smooth? 
I've never been swooned by a resand no. in my life. And if you meet a guy who's super smooth, it's probably a red flag. Yeah, I would be like, this guy's giving me the creeps. <laughs> like serial killer vibes. Yeah. Don't want this guy. Okay. Um, did I send you that TikTok today of that guy who was like test drinking, like Sprite cough syrup in a Jolly Rancher? I haven't been like opening my like TikToks that I sent today. It's so creepy. I'll, I'll send it. I'll show it to you after we're done here. Okay. Um, okay, 23 is now the next morning. Um, Bryce is at work. She gets a call from Jespa about the, like, the deal went through yesterday with the line shifter. Okay, through this, pause. What do we think causes Bryce's leg to throb? Is it just overuse or is it connected to something? I think that it still had the venom from the, like... What do you mean you think? We know that. Okay. <laughs> No, I realized that. So, like, before I knew that, what did I No, think? no, even with the venom in it. It's uh, not always hurting her. Oh, I think it just, like, acts up. It like, does. Okay, it just, it's an acts up thing. Yeah. I didn't know if it was, like, when a crystallis is coming, it's, like, a foreshadow. Oh. Or if it's just overuse. I wasn't sure if there was anything. I didn't even think of it that way. I just thought of it as, like, almost, like, a bruise that, like, it just, like hurt sometimes <laughs> okay i would compare it more to like arthritis than like a bruise that yeah, sometimes. yeah how okay. long do your bruises last <laughs> i mean i bruise really easily bruise like a peach <laughs> i just stabbed myself in the eye with my book my bruises just don't act up though if i have a bruise it hurts i mean like mine hurts like i don't know was the last time you had a bruise <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> No, I have so many bruises that I'm just... I used to have them all over my shins when I was little, but I don't really anymore. Once I get one bruise, I get, like... Do you have one right now? Yeah, I have so many right now. But, like, they, like, come in, like, waves. Like, I'll get, like, once I get one bruise, then all of a sudden I have ten bruises. And then I won't have a bruise for, like, a month, and then I'll have, like, fifteen. Okay, I just, like, don't think adults get bruises. <laughs> I think that's a personal problem. Oh, okay. Now that you're 26, you think you're an adult? Yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so old. Um, as if. I really love how Jessica always threatens Bryce that she's going to turn her into something. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I wanted to point this out. In 2.45, a rack, of the, a rack of them illuminated the dismantled gun hanging on the wall behind the desk. The Godslayer rifle gleaming as fresh as it had the date been forge she could have sworn a faint whine radiated do you think it was calling to her and was like use me <laughs> no i don't know oh i took that as it was like because the gun's magical isn't it no i don't know i took that as like how like the star sword Sometimes I say sword really weird, so I have to watch myself. Sometimes I say sword. <laughs> I think I do that too when I was... Um, and I re-listen to our podcast episodes. Um, I think... Yeah, I think I do that too sometimes. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't think anything of it. Oh, I really thought it was whining like how the sword does. Um, I mean, why else? You said sword. <laughs> Did I? Oh, my ring just hit my pimple on my forehead. <laughs> um, okay. Well, let's skip that. I think 
the gun is whining for a reason. Casey does not. <laughs> um, oh, okay. This is when Lele's like, can I see Athy now? And we're like, oh, Hunt kept his distance. I, at first, I thought that, like, Hunt kept his distance because, like, Bryce, like, needed time to cool off or whatever. The whole rune thing. But I feel like he kept his distance because of his call with Justinian, how Justinian was like, it's been 200 years, you need to like move on and stop thinking of Shahar. When did that happen? Literally right before Bryce came out of the, like right before the beginning of 22. Yeah, I mean, I just think Hunt is like a little bit moody. Me too, he's very, like he like can't understand his emotions. No, he needs therapy. Yeah, I mean, he can go to mindful path that I go to. He can. <laughs> Not good of mine. We can do community therapy. Um, well, I would love to do community therapy with Hunt. Me too. And Rune. Oh my god. But like we would say our like trauma and they would be like, excuse me. <laughs> like I fought in a war two hundred yeah. years ago, would like, you do? I've killed two thousand people. Yeah. And like I had a move during the pandemic. And I'm like, my mom yelled at me today. <laughs> um so Hunt bangs on the door, comes barging in. <laughs> we switched on the door. <laughs> okay, so we realized that like whenever there's a camera or a mic in front of me, I just like I get this voice that she like enunciates like random so words. hard. <laughs> I don't know why. Like maybe as a kid, I maybe like, you do do it without a mic. I just have never paid attention. Maybe, but like I don't know if like as like why do I do that? Like as a kid, could I like not speak? So I like I could not speak as a kid. I can barely speak as an adult. I can barely read as an adult, and we have a book Same. podcast. <laughs> Same. Um. So we switch to. Um. Wait, where was? <laughs> I mean, my next chapter or next point in this chapter. The only thing I want to bring up is. We find out that there's been another murder. So Bryce is at work. She gets a phone yeah. call from Hunt, and he's like, there's been another murder. And they go to the old square well, gate. she doesn't get a phone call from Hunt. He physically shows up there. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> spare me, Emily. <laughs> so I took you so on to your notes. <laughs> um, and one of my notes was, this is why my notes take so much longer than yours because they get there and they approach the magi screens what do you think those look like i don't even know where you are oh i don't know i mean like they say them more than once i mean i'm guessing it's like i think that's probably a real word for like detective stuff magi screen no let me see they literally made magic screens. Oh, yeah. It's literally just like a screen. Oh. I thought. Well, that says magic, but like, I, I do think it's just screens blocking off. Um, I thought it was a magic screen that like. No, because it says magic screens blocking the alley. Like, I think it, they're like literally screens to block oh. off like this is a crime scene. I literally took it as like a magic screen that you couldn't see through. Mm. They get to the I crime. mean, either way, what's the debate? I just wanted to know what you pictured it. <laughs> I didn't picture it at all because I skipped that word. <laughs> I've thought about that word a lot. Um, they get there. Um, there's a body. It is pulp. 
basically how Danica and the pack died. Bryce has a little, like, panic, PTSD, seeing the body. Um, she's kind of, like, shell-shocked and frozen from that, which I think anybody would be, like, regardless of if you've seen your best friend slaughter that way. Like, seeing that body, mm-hmm. it would just be, like, traumatizing. Um, Rune shows up, like, grabs her shoulder, and was like, you don't have to see this. Like, let's go. And yeah, I really love that Rune recognizes that Bruce shouldn't be here. Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, I'm gonna start drooling. That Bryce shouldn't be here, and literally looks at Hunt and is like, "You're an asshole." Yeah, I, like, I you're literally, literally an asshole for bringing her yeah. here, and not thinking through this. And like, this was right, like, the day before him and Bryce had gotten in that tiff, and she's like, "I'm just a like half breed slut," and like, I just think it's so cute how well, not cute, but like, it's just so telling how well Rune knows her exactly, and like how like. Protective. I think that is such a sibling relationship to where, like, you can say, like, the meanest things and most hurtful things I've ever said I've said to my sister. Oh, yeah. And, like, vice versa. But, like, within 20 seconds, she's like, do you want to go get food? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like, Elle and I could be screaming. Yeah. And then we'll sit there and I'm like, I'm kind of hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, do you want to, do you want to, like, go run errands? Or, like, and it's like, that is such a sibling thing to where, like, you can say the meanest yeah. thing. And, do like, you think that's how marriage is? Because I feel like, no. I don't feel like either. But, like, it should be. Yeah, it should be, too. Maybe we should start a marriage podcast. <laughs> For who? <laughs> Not married people. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I love how, like, Rune tells Hunt he's, like, an asshole. And, like, it's obviously a coincidence they went to... That's like, what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, Luna's temple and this happened. Um, what I wanted to point, I don't know if you picked this up, but... She describes Hunt as rain kiss scent, oh, which I yeah. thought was a different scent than what she normally describes him as. It's like cedar or something. Yeah. But she sa- she says rain kiss at first, and then it goes to the cedar. She no, describes no. it more. Um, I don't remember. But then she says more about My it. My natural scent definitely does not smell good. I've been doing this armpit detox, and I smell so you bad. You tried? Okay, I really tried using natural deodorant. It's not for me. So, like, and I gave it a decent amount of time. Like, it's COVID. Like, I don't care if I'm smelling. Right. It didn't work. So, like, I was trying natural deodorant, and then I saw on Instagram that, like, you have to do, like, a armpit mask mm-hmm. to, like, pull the toxins out to, like, help your yeah. body get used to it. So, now I put this mask on when I'm in the shower, and it's, like, pulling. How long do you stand there with your arms up? I know. I just, like, kind of, like, leave them a little flapped. <laughs> like, not under the water? <laughs> no. How long do you stand there? I mean, like, I, like, put my face mask on. I, like, wash my body. How long are your showers? Like, 15 minutes. Okay. I mean, mine are, like, seven, if that. I mean, like, my longest shower was, like, 25 You do a face minutes. mask in the shower? Yeah, right when I get in. <laughs> that's crazy. Wait, um, so that's when you're not washing your hair. You're in the shower for 15 minutes. Yeah. When I'm washing my hair, they're probably closer to, like, 25 if I don't wash my hair, I'm in the shower. I'm not kidding you, Emily, for two. <laughs> what do you have to do in there? I don't know. Scrub the vag for like 30 seconds, armpits, toes, and then just kind of let it run. You scrub your toes? You don't? No. So you've never scrubbed your toes? I mean, like, I like go like, I like grab them Scrubbing. real quick. I mean, like, just like a little quick. Yeah, with my loofah. 
Oh, I don't have a loofah. I heard they're really bad for the environment, so I gave mine up. Okay, well, I keep mine for like a year. So Ew, that's so much bacteria. I know, but Are like... Are you even cleaning yourself? I mean, yeah, when I don't use a loofah for like a week, I notice the difference in my skin. Maybe I need to get one. I want to get one of those dry skin brushes. I just hate being in the shower for a long time. I just don't oh like God, I love it. I literally, when I'm in the shower, I don't feel like time is moving. I'm like, yeah. I literally hate showering. Um, okay. Sorry about that little tidbit on our body health or what is it? Like, what's that term? Um. <laughs> Hygiene. Hygiene. <laughs> body health. <laughs> okay, what were we talking about? Oh, um. The rain kiss scent. <laughs> started that. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so the acolyte was killed right after they caused left the temple. Um, acolyte. Very suspicious. This is when um, we find out that Bryce also is no longer dancing. Um, which I think is so sad that like she just feels like she can't be happy in her life. That like she doesn't deserve to like live a happy life because her friends are her friends aren't. Do you think it's that, or do you think it's more she doesn't want to partake in anything that her and Danica were supposed to do because it's unfair? Well, her and Danica didn't dance together. Oh, yeah. I think it's more like she is, like, stripping herself of, like, joy almost. Yeah. That's what I took as it, is that, like, not even if, like, she's consciously doing it, but, like, she is just, like, she doesn't realize, like, how, like, depressed she truly is. Right. Yeah, it probably reminds her of a time where she was happy. Yeah, and she, like, doesn't feel like she should be happy. Um, and then, oh, I think I might have. So we find out that Bryce remembers Hunt being in the interrogation room. And then the big information drop at the end is that the guy that Bryce, like, kind of helped save from the Crystallos was Micah. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. (laughs) Um, so chapter 24 picks up we're in Bryce's POV and she's like oh my god I saved Micah that night um which I liked this part I literally um tapped it on 241 where 241 251 yeah okay me too I think that's the same thing I'm wondering where like Hunt was like do you want a medal or something and she was she halted so quickly that Hunt had to splay his wings to pause to go fuck yourself what I wanted she tried to stop the sharp, jagged breasts that blinded her, built and built under her skin. What I wanted was to know that something I did made a difference that night. I assumed you dumped him in the Istro, some legendary grunt not worth the honor yeah. of sailing. That's so sad. I think that is... And it just, again, shows how good of a person Bryce is, how deeply she cares just for, like, human yeah. life. Yeah. Or not even human life, any type of life. Right. I think that is just, like... It's really heartbreaking. She felt so hopeless that night. Mm-hmm. And, like, like in the beginning, Bryce was like, if I could just find the person who did it, like, then, like, I could help stop this. And, like, I think she felt, like, all of her, like, chasing after the demon, fighting the demon was, like, for nothing because, like, she got nothing out of it. Right. And, and so, like, going through that and realizing not only was your best friend everyone you love killed, but then this random stranger, too. Like, did he just die? Yeah. Like... Yeah, it's a very sad. Yeah. Like, 
think in that moment, like, she just wanted to feel a little, like, validated and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, Validated. Yeah. the word of the month. Thank you. Um, okay. Oh, this is when she then just, like, runs off, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How far do you think, so I had this down, like, okay, so... Oh, we also find out before she runs that Bryce is on the suspect list. And that's uh, where I was like, Dasha, Hunt is so not smooth. Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't think before he speaks. Um, which, obviously, that's super upsetting because her best friend died and you're on the fucking suspect you list. You thought she was a suspect. <sighs> I did. I so did. you and Hunt are similar in that. Okay, so I feel like it's because I listened to... Or I used to listen to so many crime podcasts. And a lot of times, if someone would go missing or murdered, the first person you look at as the husband. Yeah. And most of the time, it is the fucking husband. That is true. And I just have this fear of, like, blacking out really hard and being at the wrong time, wrong place. Have you ever thought about that? Like, imagine if you just blacked out, wrong time, wrong place, and then you're getting interrogated because something bad happened where you were and you can't answer questions because you don't remember. And then, like... That does scare me. And also that, like, I feel like the human mind is so crazy that, like, we can convince ourselves of things. Like, have you ever, like, tried to remember a memory? I mean, yeah, there's, like, very... And you're like, oh, did that happen or did it not happen? And then you can convince yourself that it happened. And when you're getting interrogated, like... People can keep you in a room for a long Such time a and, like, manipulate you to yeah. admitting something. Yeah. That's just very scary. I agree. Um, okay, I wanted to point this out where it says, Bryce ran and ran until sounds returned and the haze receded and she could escape the screaming labyrinth of her mind. It wasn't dancing, but it would do. And I think, like, that two sentences, I think, is very, like, Anybody who's ever, like, gone through, like, anything or just, like, has a tough time and needs to, like, decompress, I think that description, like, literally describes it perfectly to where, like, you just want your mind to just be, like... Why do you think I run 13 miles? Yeah. A lot of shit to run through. Yeah. And I mean, like, I know when I was going through, like, personal stuff, like, I ended up, like, running a lot or, like, over-exercising just because, like, it was the only time where, like my mind could, like, shut off. Yeah. And I loved how, like, SJM put that in there. Yeah, me too. You always know stuff is bad if that doesn't even work. Yeah. Like, if running or doing burpees or something, like, still doesn't work. And, like, I remember that, like, I got into, like, kickboxing and boxing, and I was like, that's the only time that I can just, like, that bag, I'm just putting all of my, like... Oh, boxing really does it. Like, I've mm-hmm. definitely started, like, crying in a boxing session. Oh, It's, like, so, like... Oh, yeah. I love boxing. We should mm-hmm. go soon. I love it. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. Um, but I just love those two sentences. Mm-hmm. I think that is so relatable. It's very relatable. Yeah. See, Bryce is just so relatable. That's why I like her better than Feyre. I mean, Feyre, I like Feyre, but I don't relate to her. Feyre kind of had that moment with Cassie, and though, when they were, like, training, and, like, her hands turned to fire, and she, like, burned through the I things. Guess. And I don't know if it's just more of a fact that they're in an older time period. And it could be the writing styles, too. Like, I do feel like SJM's writing in this is so much different. Yeah, it's definitely more 21st century. Yeah. Than her writing with, like, Akatar. Yeah. Um, but I just love that. 
Um, so this is where Bryce runs and runs. And then she runs to the White Raven. She's standing outside and she we get the flashback of like the first time that like Danica said that she loved like she's never said I love you mm-hmm. and she said it to Bryce in this flashback. We don't get the full like story until later. Um it's really just weren't they like chasing after someone who had like been keeping like shifters locked or like like animals or yeah, something Yeah, they were like, like keeping that. animals or something like that and it all went wrong and like I think we get more details later on in the chapters. Yeah. Um so that is how chapter 24 ends. It's just that flashback. Uh, we'll oh, wait. I had a lot. Wait, that was chapter 24. Yeah. I think I had a few stuff. Okay. Oh, okay. How long do you think she ran to the White Raven? Like, just how long do we think her run is? Okay. I was thinking like three miles. Did so she ran until her body screamed to stop? I... I agree with that. I think it was... Well, I mean, I think she ran for, like, 20 minutes. Okay, so, like, two miles. 20 to 30 minutes. Because, like, she's also in, like, her skin-tight dress from work and ballet flats. Like, your run's gonna seem 10 times longer in that get-up. Right. And, like, we know she was at... So, if we look at the map, um... She was at the Luna Temple... She ran to the... Where's the White Raven? Oh, they're not that far. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if you can go that way. (laughs) But that's what I think. Okay, and then chapter 24, she, like, gets to the White Raven. How do you picture the White Raven? Like, I really have a distinct picture in my head. What do you picture? So, huge... For some reason, I can't think of that episode, but there's this one club they go to in Sex in the City... But then I picture with crumbling, like, columns throughout it. Like, columns, like, in the middle of it, but, like, Oh, because it's an old I think they say something about it, but then also, like, very modern. Like, I feel like the columns are there for, like... Show. Yeah. And I picture it being a couple stories. I do, too. Yeah. Like, I... This is how I expect fucking Madrid and Barcelona clubs to look like. Yes, that's exactly. So, we're going to Madrid June 5th. Yay. And there's this one club there that's, like, four stories. Mm-hmm. And I picture it, like, since Crescent City's supposed to be old, it's in that old temple. But then they, I feel like there's strobe lights, and then there's couches, and there's benches, and there's, like, a, like, VIP section, mm-hmm. and then there's the dance floor. But, like, I do picture it kind of in, like, like, I don't picture it, like, Joy District or, like, the basement. I've never been in Joy District. Oh. is yeah. that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. But, like, when would I have gone? That's a joy district. Just like I've different. never gone clubbing or, like, dancing in Chicago. Oh. The only time I have been is in New York. Yeah. See, like, I don't picture it, like, any of the clubs in New York or, like, Chicago, really. Like, I could, I act, I do picture a little bit, like, Tao in Chicago. Yeah, I could see it Because it, like, little, comes, it comes narrowed down to, like, the base floor. I could see a little Tao vibes. Just yeah. a little more, like, ancient. Yeah. Sculptures and, like. Yeah. It sounds fun. Yeah, I agree. Also, it seems like it's busy all hours, which I yeah. appreciate. Like, she went there, like, middle of the work day, mm-hmm. and it was packed. I mean, I guess if you're... They also live with veneers, so... True. Um, 
So chapter 25, we're in. What? We didn't finish? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, she gets to the White Raven, and she's like, I knew Hunt was there or whatever, which I actually think that's so cute that, like, even though they got in a fight and, like, Hunt or, like, she was, like, fuck off or, like, fly off or something, like, he still just, like, trailed her. I mean, it's his job right now. Fuck, I didn't think of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I really loved that... um... Okay, you might hit on this, so maybe we'll hold off for a second. What? I was just going to say, like, through this, Hunt realizes that he shouldn't have brought Bryce. Yeah, I do. I would just yeah. appreciate his, like, realization. Like, wow, like, that must have been really hard for her. That yeah. really triggered me when he's like, I wish Shahar was here so I could ask her for advice. Like, I... Hunt, fucking drop it. So hard to brunt is fucking Danica Brunt. <laughs> what did I say? Brunt. Instead of hunt. Okay, Shahar to hunt is Danica to Bryce. Yeah, what I is agree. that called? The English thing with this to this is that parallel? parallel? Is it? We were trying to think of this the other the last podcast. Okay. Um, I don't know. Okay, whatever. It just really annoys me. It really drives me nuts. I just like hunt. It's been two hundred years, man. Like. What, why are you still holding a torch to this girl who didn't even love you, would never show you affection in public, yeah. would literally used you because you had this Like, he hasn't power. really had a life since then, but, like, it's, I don't oh know. God, yeah, he has been a prisoner. Yeah, so, then. like, I guess it's your only hope you're holding on to, which then, it's the tragic if you build it up even more in your head, but it's yeah. just really annoying. Um, but oh I, my God, wait. I never realized how sad. Isn't that sad? Hunt's life is. He was like 30. So fucking sad. And then he fought in this war and now he's just been a slave his whole a life. A literal slave. Yeah. Uh. It's, his story is so sad when we were like talking through and thinking about it. I just feel like we didn't read about it enough. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is like this chapter 25, like that's one of my notes is that like this is the first time that I think we get, like, Hunt's, like, emotions and, like, kind of, like, a little bit about who he is. Because, like, even, okay. Like, we have so much empathy for Reese under the mountain. So much empathy. But for some reason, we have so much more empathy for Reese than Hunt. Yeah. I don't know why. Neither. And I don't, like, I wish I got more chapters, like, 25. Because, like, this is where he was, like, Hunt's, like, I knew I fucked up. Like, I shouldn't have brought her to the scene. I Some sort of, like, her. vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, like, I shouldn't have told her about Micah. And then he found out that, like, Justinian found nothing about the Crystallis demon. The Viper Queen's alibi checks out. Like, he was, like, he hadn't realized how much he fucked up until he saw Bryce's face when she looked at the pulp body. And, like, she was, like, went, like, still as death and, like, white as death, too, or something. Um... But I loved how he goes, by the time an hour had passed and the rain had begun, Hunt had planned a whole speech. He doubted Quinlan wanted to hear it or would admit what she felt today, but he owed her an apology. He lost so many essential parts of himself over these centuries of enslavement and war, but he liked to think he hadn't lost his basic decency, at least not yet. After completing these 2,000 plus kills, he still had to make it if he failed to solve this case. However, he couldn't imagine he'd have even that left 
whether the person he'd be at that point would deserve freedom he didn't know yeah which like i wish we got more paragraphs like that because like reading that i'm like i wonder though if it's because we were in pharaoh's point of view the whole time and we didn't get a hunt so we got more braces or okay wait you know what's something crazy that my friends so my friends are reading at guitar they're on the novella right now and they pointed out something I never noticed. But you know how the novella switches POVs? Mm-hmm. The only POV where they refer to themselves in third person is Cassian's. And they're like, that's so weird that we're in Cassian's POV. But they're like, Cassian went to the mountain. Oh, I never noticed And then that. I was like, all of Crescent City is that. Yeah. You switch POVs, but it's hard to detect because no one uses I. Like, we're now in Hunt's perspective, but he's saying, Hunt fucked up. And they're like, why the fuck are we ringing from third person? Like, why are they yeah. talking about themselves in third person? And I was like, wait. I was like, weird. Maybe the reason she did that for casting is because the fourth book is written like that. But isn't that Maybe. odd? I never picked up on that. And so now when I read it, I find it, like, funny. Like, we're obviously in Hunt's perspectives, but he is talking in third person. Yeah, he is. But I think I like third person. Me too. POVs, like when they're talking about themselves in but books one Actually, through three no, were I don't think first I person. I'm trying to think of how like because from blood and ashes first person, it's poppies. It's, it's not like Poppy went to the woods. No, it's okay. like I went to the woods. Yeah, and like I could feel the leaves crunch like crunching under my feet and like the okay. icy hands on my finger like on my okay. neck. But, like, I feel like Akatar is first, is third person. No, not the first three books. They aren't. She switches it in the novella. Wow. I never noticed that. I didn't either. I was kind of embarrassed. <laughs> wow, we're supposed to be, like, ultimate fans. Yeah. I mean, he talks about these books all the time, and I was like, oh. But I feel like Nesta's chapters are I. I don't remember. I think they are. But I still, I mean, even though, okay, so for Crescent City, that was just interesting. We've yeah. been Hunt's POV, but he's talking in third person. That's true. I don't know. This book is, she switches POVs, like, mid-page. Maybe it's not POV. Maybe that's the wrong word. Just, like, Hunt's focus. Yeah. Or Hunt's perspective. That's what POV is. No, it's not. It's point of view. Perspective, point of view. They're oh, the same thing. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I also love that Hunt didn't get into White Raven at first. Oh, and he had to be like, I'm with Bryce. And he's like, oh, I don't care. No, no, no. The guy, yeah. And the guy at Pop was like, he's fine. Yeah. Which, why did we did why did why we figure that out? Why did he let him in? I don't know. I mean, because he's like the Umber Mortis. He's like, oh, I know this guy. Uh, oh, I think that Rune later says that like he asked the owner to keep an eye on Bryce. Oh, okay. That is actually one of my notes. Um, but I didn't know that that's why, like, Hunt got in. But Hunt gets in. He finds Bryce. She's sitting at a booth with Juniper. Um, he, like, sits down, like... I have Juniper's description highlighted. Oh, I don't. So, so he found him... It. So here's Juniper. He found himself looking at a lovely fawn, dressed in a white tank top and skirt, short enough... To show off her long striped legs and delicate hooves. Her gently arcing horns were nearly hidden in curly hair that was pulled back into a coiled bun. 
Her brown skin dusted with gold that flickered in the club lights. God, she was beautiful. Wow. So she literally is like human with like fawn legs. Yeah. Legs. It does annoy me that Hunt finds her beautiful though. It does? It just annoys me. I think she's supposed to be seen beautiful because she's I know, I get it. But like He never says that about Bryce. Because that no, that's not true. Not yet, at least. He talks about how our ass was shows. But just because we know like Bryce is probably the love interest, like don't be thinking anyone else is beautiful. He says that about like a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. He's got wandering eyes. I know. Come on, Hunt. Maybe that's why we... He's a little promiscuous. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't have as much soft spot for him, because Reese never did that. No, he didn't. Well, okay, except when he flirted with... Um... Cassian did, though, with more. No, Bryce... Or Bryce... Reese flirted with um, Tarquin's... That was like a act. But Feyre got jealous and had to leave. Yeah, but we didn't get Reese's POV of him being like, this girl's beautiful. Yeah, that's so true. I don't know. But I did love how Juniper was like, I know who you are. I think everyone knows who he is. I want more of, like, how powerful he's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also like how, like, he was like, I'm starving, let's get food. And Bryce is like, I'm having a liquid dinner. Which, I mean, we find out literally in the next page that Bryce doesn't drink. But, like, I think I've had a bad fucking day to where I'm, like... I'm also having a liquid dinner. Oh, see, I wish I was like that. I'm more of the, like, let me shove my face with 5 million Girl Scout cookies. I mean, I'll probably do that after my liquid dinner, but... Um, I did want to point out, so I think in a past... 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 Podcast episode, I was talking about how I found it weird that they eat meat... When there are shapeshifters, when you're half animal. That's what Juniper says. Yeah, and Juniper is... So I wonder if, like, all shapeshifters are vegetarians. I would assume so. There's no way you would want to, like, eat yourself. Right. But then... Because, like, that would be, like, us being cannibals. Yeah, but then I thought that maybe the pizza that they ate in, like, the first chapter, I think it had meat on it. What pizza? With, um, the pack of wolves. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like wolf meat. I think it's like juniper, like... No one eats deer. That's what venison is. Who eats that on a regular basis? I don't know. I'm a vegetarian. (laughs) (laughs) But I just thought that was interesting because I found it weird before. So this is... Yeah. Makes more sense. Um, But also, like, being Hunt, the fact that he ordered a normal burger in front of her, I thought that was a little weird. No, he asked her if it was okay. Yeah, but still, I mean, she blinked, and I took that as, like, she was kind of, like, appalled. No, I think she thought it was fine, because he also then orders Bryce's favorite meal, and it has meat on it. Oh. We always perceive people's reactions way differently. Yeah, we totally do. Yeah. Like, I always perceive them more aggressive. Yeah. Do you do that in real life? Do you think we have different perceptions on... I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe we should start, like, after social encounters. What do you think they meant by this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's regroup a few times during St. Pat's tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. 
Should we bring a mic and like record? Just like psychoanalyze everyone. Yes, there. let's do it. Yeah, we'll for sure make a lot of friends that way. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why we only hang out with each other. <laughs> um, okay, so they order the food. Um, Hunt like is like, don't be cliche. You have a rough day and you come to drown yourself in vodka. I hate that. I hate that he says that. Me too. This is like, Hunt's like still a total douchebag. Yeah. Um, he sniffs it and he's like, this is water. Like, I do you love think, that. Do you think Juniper knew? She goes, did your leggings just rip? I don't know. What is that stain? Oh, it's no, just it's, a set. It is I'm just their logo. Um, okay. I think Juniper knew. That Bryce doesn't drink. I don't know, really know. Actually. I don't know much. Of, we don't get much about their friendship, but I think she might have. But... I just love how Hunt finds out it's water, and he's like, then he is the asshole. Yeah. Which like, have you seen that? He like, deserved it. Twitter feed that's like, am I the asshole? Like, Hunt is the asshole. Yeah, Hunt is totally the asshole. He deserves it. He was so judgmental. So judgmental. And like, didn't... Which, like, why are you judgmental? Like... Let's dig into that, Hunt. <laughs> Let's unpack that real quick, Hunt. Like, why are you so Why is it affecting quick? you? Why... Do you care so much about if Bryce gets drunk? Yeah. After seeing someone literally pulverized. Pulverized. Perfect word. After your best friend that happened to as well. Like, I would think that would be very understandable. Like, cut her some slack. If she wanted to literally drink a handle of Tito's and then puke on the bench, I'd be like, reasonable reaction. I mean, I'd be concerned, but I would be like, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I would help her, but I would be like, <laughs> I get I get it. Should we take a jello shot right now? Should we? Should we try them? Maybe. Casey made jello shots for our St. Pat's tomorrow, and hopefully they're good. I've never made them before. She read the instruction box for about 30 minutes. As one should. They're jello shots. I don't know. I've never made Jello. Who's ever made Jello? <laughs> I, like, Who eats Jello? That is so true. Who eats Jello? Like literally only after surgery or like during a colonoscopy. When I got my tonsils out, I ate Jello. Yeah, surgery. Yeah, my wisdom teeth Jello. Yeah, wisdom. Actually, wisdom teeth. I literally ate mac and cheese and just swallowed the noodles whole. That's I woke disgusting. Up starving. That is repulsive. I always so I never wake I up loopy from anesthesia. I literally wake up starving and fully alert. And once I asked my doctor, because she was like telling me, she was like, yeah, you might wake up loopy. Have you reacted before? My mom's in the room. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm never loopy. Like, and I was like, that's kind of funny. Like, why am I never loopy? And in front of my mother, she goes, people who like do, who drink a lot or have done drugs, like it, it doesn't really affect them as much. <laughs> and my mom looks at me and goes, that's nice, Casey. <laughs> Your mom was probably like, I want to get out of here right fucking now. Isn't that funny, though? That's funny. Well, now, build up those tolerances, people. What did you say earlier? Party, party, drugs. Drugs, party, party. That was me ex- explaining Bryce. Yeah. Literally. What would be favorite? Courage, 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 bow and arrow. Courage, courage, courage. No, it's a bitch, 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 slut. Just kidding. We're not slut shaming here. No, we're not. I'm. If all... you've ever watched the TikTok about that guy being like, 
who invented like oh my gosh stop slut shaming he's like literally sounds like you're being like stop shaming that slut and it's <laughs> this guy and it's the funniest little like comedy section i've ever seen i want to watch that okay i'll show you after this. i also like don't know what the fuck you're doing with your leg like that it's comfortable i'm wearing sec se- <laughs> i'm wearing set active so sponsor us yeah and wink please i'm wearing abercrombie sweatpants oh we do love a good abercrombie yeah movie. we do um anyways Hunt sniffs her drink, find out she doesn't drink, and then she's like, I'm going to the bathroom, and June's like, I'll go with her. And then I love this because Hunt just goes, males approach, and then we Mm. hear, well, she's pissed at you, it'll make me look better. Draw the male voice behind him. Mm -hmm. Hunt goes, tell me you found something, and then... Wait, I wanted to point out, he has striking blue eyes, which is rune. Not violet. Yeah. Blue. Which? <laughs> I just burped. I don't know if that came across on the mic. Um, <laughs> which, I mean... <laughs> Lisa wasn't a fart. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, but you could probably time. call the difference. <laughs> Um, um, but I thought they were violet. I know. I thought so too. Yeah. And that said striking blue. So I, I wonder like, if they oh. change like how Reese's change. Cause sometimes his, his eyes color change, but it's always purple. It's either dark purple or like starlight. Well, sometimes purple. it's like, no, I don't always picture purple. Sometimes I picture like, I only picture purple I, or like, I picture black. like navy. I picture purple or like extremely dark purple, like your nails. Navy. My nails are brown. Okay. Extremely dark purple. Is it navy? Yeah, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. I but, only picture Reese with violet eyes. Um, purple eyes. But I also love how, like, still, like, Rune showed up because he got a call from the owner that Bryce was here and that, like, he knew she was in bad shape. And I just think that also shows how great of an older brother he is. I love him. So, for the first book, I didn't feel anything towards Rune. And I was okay. almost annoyed during his POV. I mean, I no, I him. knew he was a good brother. And I felt bad that Bryce was mean to him because I knew he meant well. That was about it. The second book really got me. I think I liked him the first time I read it. No, I liked I didn't mind him. I just didn't really enjoy being in his POV. I think I kind of... Actually, like, in the second book, I don't like being in Therian's point of view. Same. That's just... That's how I felt with Rune. Oh, see, I liked it because I was, like, kind of annoyed with Bryce and Hunt. I was like, fuck I'm off. Bryce. I'm such a Bryce stan. Um, so I also have this... Um, Hunt and... Rune are just talking, and Rune was like, she used to dance, you know that. If she would have been able, she would have gone into the ballet. Um, and then Hunt's like, oh, she also stopped drinking, which we don't know if Rune knew that or not. Like, Hunt couldn't tell. Um, but I love this, how Hunt took a sip of her water, not a party girl at all, just content to let the world believe the worst of her, including him. him. Hunt rolled his <laughs> <laughs> Hunt. You think we're laughing too much in this podcast? <laughs> Probably. 
wings moving with him as he watched on the dance floor. Yeah, he fucked up royally. I think that right there is the first time Hunt was, like, attracted to Bryce. I feel like he talks about her butt too much to not be. But I think he, like, realized that, like... He's, like, an actually good person. And, like, I think he was, like, True. physically attracted to her, but at that like, point... Like, Hunt, you're like, not fucking... Don't put yourself on a pedestal, baby. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're a murderer. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking about when he lied later. Oh, okay. I mean, he's not murdering because he wants to. Yeah, that's true. But, like, he's also, like, judging her from, like, her actions. But he doesn't have a choice. He's a slave. It's true. I take that back. I was wrong. (laughs) Per usual. Um, we're (laughs) We're on chapter 26. Oh, wait. What's the big thing that happened at the end of chapter 25? Oh, my God. The club <laughs> blows up. Yeah. So, the white raven explodes. And so, one minute they're staying there. And then, explosion. And. <laughs> explosion. <laughs> and so, Bryce jumps over Juniper, like, as an act of love to protect her. And Juniper fucking socks her in the face. I... Which I kind of got because. Juniper's like, fuck, like, you made the drop. Like, it's when someone did something so dangerous, you're, like, mad at them for thinking that that was the right move. No. I hated that so much. I got it. That Juniper did that. Like, I remember when we were first reading this, me and you went on a walk, and I was like, did you get to this part yet? And you were like, yeah, like, I totally get why Juniper did that. And I was like, I was fucking pissed. Like, that made me hate Juniper so much because I was like, we don't know that Juniper made the drop. We don't know if Bryce knows that Juniper made the drop. Okay, it explains it one sentence later that Juniper made the drop. Yes. She goes, I made it two years ago, but did Bryce know that? I get it. Well, okay, I don't know. We don't know. But yeah. I get if she knows she made the drop, she's just like, what are you doing? Like, I'm fine. Save yourself. Like, And it's like, so my sister, <laughs> she gets like sick a lot and injured a lot in her life she was a gymnast and it got to a point where every time she got injured instead of feeling sympathy I literally would get mad at her because it's like take care of yourself like I was just so worried for her all the time yeah that I would get mad at her and I think this is Juniper like getting mad at Bryce like what the fuck like I've seen you almost kill yourself and like go through this like protect yourself like you didn't have to do that for me I mean I get that totally but I just just like how stupid could he be i just hated her reaction that was just like let me just punch her in the face like i think she could have handled it i mean i don't think she like took a second to thought like let me punch her i know but like i just my immediate reaction was like what the fuck like why i think shook or slap might have been more appropriate yeah but she literally socks her across the face and, like, I don't even know how to throw a punch. Oh, I've punched an ex-boyfriend in the face. Like, literally march up to him during a party and socked him in the face. And I think it hurt my hand more than his face. Yeah, probably it did. I don't know. I just, like, it still kind of puts me off that, like, Juniper did that. Like, I get she was upset and I get she cares so much about Bryce. But I feel like, like that. It's like Juniper's sobbing as if her body would break. Like, I made the drop, Bryce, two years ago. Like, have you lost it? Like, Juniper's literally just that except that she wants to, like, shake her. And I think it also, like, I think that was an important 
scene because I think that shows how much Bryce devalues her own life. Yeah. And that, like... Which is probably frustrating for Juniper. Yeah. As a friend, you're probably, like, you're an amazing individual. But I just don't think that that action was the best. Yeah, but I do kind of get it. I get it, but I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, no one to be punished. I'd want to feel it. Being choked. It's a good one. If it's Castile. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, I just wanted to point this out, and it's just such a fucking guy thought, and I know it was meant to be a compliment. It's just so funny. So, Hunt is helping Bryce out of the club and I goes... That. <laughs> she was heavier than she looked. Like, her tan skin covered more muscle than he thought. Like, just implying that she is more muscular, like, muscle weighs more than fat. But, like, of course the guy would think she looks heavier, or she's heavier than she looks. Like, God forbid he didn't say that out loud. Like, even if you thought it was more muscular, never fucking think that. Never fucking say that. But guys are also dumbasses, and they think that, like, we all weigh, like, 100 pounds. Oh, yeah. Totally. And they're like, yeah, like, you weigh what, like, 100 pounds? I'm like, no. Not even fucking close. Yeah. I literally think that they think 130 pounds is, like, obese. Yeah. But I'm like, um, you can't even get your weight up, so. Yeah, so, like, who's talking here? Um, okay, I did also want to, in the beginning of 26, um, I loved how it goes. It's like we're in Bryce's POV, and she goes, The next her ears hollowed out. The ground ripped from beneath her. The ceiling rained down. People screamed. Blood sprayed. Fear scented the air, and she was twisting, lunging for Juniper. I love how SJM writes her scenes. So, like, reading a bunch of other... Why are you looking at me like that? Because you're becoming a reader. I know, stop. (laughs) But I just love how she paints her scenes. Yeah, she's good. I think they're just... (laughs) Fine, we'll skip. Next point, go on. Okay, so keep going. And then we get that... Okay, so I wasn't clear... So, Rune is like, I know somewhere we can go. Is it his house? Yeah. Okay. Because you are right, it is more brownstone. Yeah, they just trash it and yeah, make it and like it, a frat house inside. It's like a white column house, white few blocks away. Mm-hmm. Um, like grand staircase in Cabinet, yeah, foyer. Like again, it's mm-hmm. a nice place you walk in. There's like mismatched furniture, beer pong, weed. Like There's a chandelier hanging lopsided. Yeah. The oak floor is all scuffed. I love it. Yeah. Um, and so in this scene, basically Hunt is helping clean up Bryce, which I think is a little bit of a parallel to when Bryce has to help clean Hi. up Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, okay, so then he learns that Bryce never got her scar healed on her thigh. Oh, and I, I loved it. When Bryce goes, when males are kneeling between my thighs. I wasn't there yet. I was literally about to get to that. You just stole my thunder. All right, go. Stole my thunder. Hunt is by her scar. (laughs) And she was like... By her star? Scar. Maybe you need to enunciate. She goes, when (laughs) males are kneeling between my legs, Athelar, they're usually not grimacing. Grimacing. I just really liked it. Um, that's like the little bit of the Florida vibes you get basically in the whole fucking book. Um, okay, so page 266, I wanted to point out that Rune walks through. He has shadows around his shoulders. 
And then as he keeps walking, they, like, slowly disappear. Um, Ren is so fucking hot. So, so hot. Um, And if you guys are on TikTok and you guys see the trend where it's, like, Rune Dannon, crowned parents of the Valbarian Fae. Do you know that sign? Song? Sound? (laughs) I don't know, but I tried making a TikTok for Rune. I thought it was pretty good. Did she spell something wrong? No, not this one. (laughs) Not this one. Um, And so he basically thinks that the human rebels were behind this. Do we think they actually were, knowing everything we know from book one, book two? Do you think it was the human rebels, or do you think it was the Asteri? It was Micah. Oh, it was? Yeah, he put that fake horn there to, like, throw them off. He says it at the end of the book. Fake horn? The fake C. That's what was on the box was that stamp. Oh. They thought it was for Crescent City, but Rune was like, I think it's the okay. horn. And then Autumn, Rune relays that the Autumn King wants Rune to move in with Bryce to keep an eye on her. And Bryce goes, he didn't specify, I'm going to have Hunt move in with me. Yeah. my live-in babysitter and Rune like asked about the library underneath but this is also when Hunt calls Isaiah and was like we need to meet Briggs mm. and then that sets it up for when they go and meet Briggs in the later chapters because mm. they're like if you didn't do it we need to figure out like still more details on the rebellion yeah okay so chapter 27 Hunt and oh, Bryce oh I did want to point out that like Hunt talks about his power in him that, like, after the bomb or whatever, like, his power was, like, thumbing inside, or not thumbing. Thrumming. Thrumming inside him to be used. And, like, I think that is so similar to how, like, Reese gets with his power or, like, how, like, in Akatar she references their power to where, like, they have to so use build it. Up. Yeah, or like if they don't use it, it like will consume them, and that's why like or something triggers it. Yeah, and that's why like Reese is like Cassian always like pushes yeah. Reese when he knows that he has to like let that power loose. Right. And it's probably like Hunt knowing that Bryce was in danger. Yeah, and I just love that like description. Yeah. So chapter twenty-seven, Hunt and Bryce walk back to her place, and he's asking her why she hasn't dropped. Again, it's because her and Danica were supposed to two years from now. And we learned that Hunt did the drop with, like, a governor, government official holding him, which is really sad. It just points to why he is just so much more alone. I also like how, like, when they were walking, Bryce realizes she was like, I'm barefoot. How did I become barefoot? And I just love the subtle details that SJM throws in there that just, like... Like, that's not a big part, but, like, that is so true. Like, after a bomb and everything, like, you wouldn't think of your shoes, but, like, I just love those little details. I think of myself, like, drunk walking back from the bars in college without my shoes. Same. Or just, like, taking them off and being, like, my heels hurt, but, like, she just got bombed. But I just, like, SJM, like, just thinks of, like... But that's why, like, Crescent City, like, I just love the details about that. It's just so relatable and realistic. We learn later on, or, no, oh, yeah, this upcoming chapter, like, Bryce is wearing, like, a teal thong. Like, it's just funny because it's so, like, real life. And that's what, like, she just thinks of the whole picture, like, that I think very few authors do. But she, I mean, the book's fucking 800 pages, so... And it's... 800 pages of gold. I feel like you don't like Crescent City. I mean, it's not my 
favorite, but I like I don't love it. Like Crescent City is gold, which is why I think for Blood and Ashes shit. So like I Do we can, know when Poppy's wearing shoes? No. So like I can understand that like this is quality writing, but like I still like I don't love it as much as I like I love Akatar and then I love FBA. You like it more than Crescent City? Yeah. Well, Maybe, I think I just hate the end of Sky and Breath. Like, Akatar now is my comfort book, but I really, really appreciate you this story. You love Crescent City. But again, to your point, there's so much detail. Yeah. Like, I really like it. It's really good writing. It is amazing writing. I will, like, I'm not saying that it's not that, but I just... I think maybe after the third book, or I'm hoping after the third book, my perception will change. I but just I like feel, the first book better than the second. But like a series as a whole, I'm like, why did I even read this? True. Nothing's tied up. Yeah, and I'm like, what was the point of these 800 pages? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So I do wish on page two seventy seven Hunt said this out loud because he really wanted to tell Bryce that he understood. Not, like, the complicated relationship, but the loss to wake up one morning surrounded by friends and his lover and then to end the day with all of them dead. Like, he says, like, cutting out alcohol and drugs, refusing to do things that she loves is not going to make it right. And because he totally understands what Bryce is going through. Yeah. It just, like, makes me sad that he didn't, like, voice that to her. Um, Because they're both really going through the same things, just... Like, he has already experienced it, and he can, like, recognize it. And that is, like, very similar to, like, the book Normal People, how, like, their biggest downfall. I will never read that book. I know exactly what type of book that is. And And I I know exactly what type of movies that are. I fucking love it. But their biggest downfall was their miscommunication, and I think this is, like, Hunt's inability to be vulnerable. Yeah, I agree. And it's just, like, just give her that part of you, and then, like, your relationship would be so much different. It's just hard, like, Hunt has never had someone he could do that with. Yeah, because Shahar was a manipulative bitch. Um, and so Hunt decides to explain to Bryce about the deal that Micah gave him, that, like, he is as motivated as Bryce to find the killer because the sooner he could be free. Um, and I wrote down, I love the top of page 280 where Hunt finally verbalizes and says, I'm sorry, I thought you were a suspect. And more than that, I'm sorry I judged you. I thought you were just a party girl. And Bryce's response, oh, I just love. And this is this is what I was referring to in a few chapters where you're like, why is Bryce pertaining to drink? And it's this explanation. And she goes, there's nothing wrong with being a party girl. I don't get why the world thinks there is. It's easier for me when people assume the worst about what I am and let me see who they really are. Yeah. No, and I do love that and like... I I almost feel that way because, like, I, like, how do I say this? Like, I don't, I'm like, if someone judges me, that's fine. Like, if they have that opinion of me, like, that's their opinion of me. I'm never going to change it. And, like, I do love how Bryce has that mentality. Right. And you're like, if you're going to judge me, then that's fine. That's who you are. I accept that that's how yeah. you are, but at least I know it. Like, if you're going to judge me on that and you don't want to be my friend because of that, then, like, I wouldn't want to be your friend anyways right. either because I wouldn't judge someone by that. Yeah. And so I do love that aspect of her. Um, I guess I was just more frustrated by, like, Hunt's judgment of her than Bryce's actions. Yeah. 
Me too. But I also think he's been through so much shit. He's like, this girl's just going carefree through yeah. life. Like, you know, I mean, that's his own, like, baggage. But I did want to point out, I love in this book how they eat, like, cheeseburgers and fries. Same. And, like, it just, I don't know. I find it very comforting. I think this was such a big, like, this chapter is the turning point from when they are, like, they're trying to appreciate enemies yeah. to now they're becoming lovers. Yeah. I think Thanks this so. is when we're starting it. Um, and so we continue on and then in the next few pages we find out who Bryce's adoptive or like stepfather is and it's Randall. He's like a legendary war hero sharp shooter, um, which is super impressive. Wait, side note. Um, so wasn't that spare bedroom Danica's room or no? I didn't think so. Oh, it was just apartment Danica bought because it says like the bed was big enough for Hunter's wings definitely bought with a veneer in mind and like we now know that like Danica's mate was Baxian but was it Danica's apartment that's what I don't I don't think so I think she bought it for Bryce I think it was just a big apartment oh okay um we learned that em- Ember Bryce's mom super good looking and then we get introduced to that picture that everyone sees, like, the fan art of, of Love the it. back of Bryce and Danica and their leather jackets, and Danica's kind of, like, leaning on her shoulder, um, which is really touching. And that's the room that Hunt is going to stay in. And then... So, 28 starts, and it says, Hunt woke the moment he sent it a mail in his room. Do you think that, like, this might confirm your idea that Jessica turns her... Like, people into animals? No, I don't think Shrinx is a person. Do you? I didn't until I saw that. He sent it a Oh, my gosh. I forget which podcast it is. I'll try to find it and link it. But they have a theory that the cauldron is actually a person. (gasps) And that's why they're, like, in love with Elaine. No fucking way. Would that be fucking weird? No, I don't see that. I think I don't that is think so, so far either. stretched. Same. I don't think I so think either. it's just like this powerful entity. I think they gave her the bed. But isn't that weird? That's weird. But no, I don't think shrinks is a person. Okay. I mean, I just thought that was like funny. Or like I mean, shrinks be. is a boy. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like he would have like had like a dog scent. Like, I just feel like that's... Like he can like. So I think in like Feyland, they're just like male, female. But like when he like smells like Ethan or then he's like, I smell wet dog. Oh. So like that's why like. It's too small of a detail, I think. Yeah. Do you want to keep talking about that chapter? No. Do you want me to? Okay. <laughs> I don't have notes on that chapter. Okay. I get there. So Hunt wakes up because Shrinks is like sitting there waiting for him and then. We have a guest that comes into the apartment, knocks on the door. It's Juniper. Hunt answers, sees him, like, shirtless, and is like, oh. Mm. Like, thinks they're hooking up. And Juniper is at the door with chocolate croissants, goes to see Bryce. She's coming to apologize for fucking stalking her in the face. Punching her across the face, which she and should. This is where I thought it was just so funny. Like, Bryce doesn't even bother, like, adjusting her nightgown over her, like, teal underwear. Love it. Also, I like, love her confidence. I, I do. hate though Bryce is definitely a girl who sleeps in thongs. Yeah, no one who I have friends that do. No, and I find it weird. I sleep in like 
boy shorts, butt gray. underwear. Yeah, did we have that conversation on the podcast? No. What butt underwear is? No. Do you know what I'm talking about though? Yes. Okay, yeah. Someone called me out recently that was like, "What the fuck is butt underwear?" I was like, "Full butt." Yeah. And they thought I like made that up. No. No, it's a thing. So like, I will wear like boy shorts mm-hmm. or like. Full butt underwear. Yeah, full butt underwear, boy shorts, or like Sophie's. Like, do you remember yes. the Sophie shorts? Or like the Nike Norts. I need some more butt underwear. Ari oh, has a I 10 have. for 35 deal. Amazing. I do Soma. But Those are so nice. They're really expensive. Oh, you can get like four for 36. Okay, I just said 10 for 35. Oh. <laughs> so I need to get a 10 for 35 butt underwear deal. But yeah, someone called me on and was like, What's butt underwear? It's like, how do you not know what butt underwear is? That person sleeps in thongs. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people sleep in thongs, but like how? Like your butthole doesn't get itchy? Ew. I could, I can't wear a thong longer than like five hours. Really? Yeah. I'm You're not, not wearing even... a thong right now? No. <laughs> okay. I wear thongs during the day, but at night I wear butt underwear. I wear thongs, like, during the work day, and then once it hits five, I'm, like, mm-hmm. sweatpants. So I can't wear butt underwear with stuff on top of it. Yeah, I just don't wear any. You're wearing pants right now, Emily. I'm not wearing any underwear. <gasps> I am not a no-underwear gal. <sighs> so you're going to have to just wash those pants. Yeah, I do my laundry, like, once a day. But you could wear those pants again if you were wearing underwear. Yeah, but, like... Underwear literally bother me. I like get really? like I literally feel like constricted. Maybe you have the wrong underwear. So I don't feel I can't feel my underwear right now. What kind of underwear do you have on? You're wearing underwear with those leggings. Yeah, they're like the seamless type. I do love the seamless. Are those the Amazon ones? No, those are great. But these are the airy ones. But I wear seamless all the time. Oh, I like those. Yeah. Like no, I only wear cotton thongs with like sweatpants. I can't wear cotton thongs. But yeah, I can't wear, wear lace. Lace will literally give me a rash. Wear seamless ones. Okay. I need to get those. They're really good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, appreciate Bryce's teal thong. She's for sure a thong sleeper. Yeah, which, like, girl. Yeah. Um, oh, I really wanted to point out. So, Bryce is like, Hunt, why are you up so early? And he goes, 7.30 is hardly early. Ugh. Emily. So I am a huge early oh, riser. Oh my fucking guy. Tomorrow I'm waking up at 6.45 and it's not even It's totally disgusting. Fun. Casey wakes up at like... Casey will go to bed at like... But you know what's ironic? On the weekends I wake up really early and I have a really hard time waking up for work. I mean that's kind of how I am too. But like so my early is like I'll get up at like 7.30 between 7.30 and 8.30. One of those. And Casey's early is between 5.30 and 6.30. Yeah, if you tell me I'm waking up early, it has to be before 6. Or else that's not early. If you tell me I'm waking up up before early, I'm waking up before like 8. 8 is early. No, it's not. In what world? My world. 8 is literally me late to work. No fucking chance. I, so like I am the type of person that like... I am not a morning person if my life depended on it. Okay, but you wake up at 8 and then do you have time to like do anything before you have to start your day? My work day doesn't start till 9. I mean, that's bonkers. 
Sometimes nine. But even not that. So it's not even work that gets me. Like on the weekends, I love waking up early. <sighs> I, if I am out of bed on a Saturday morning before eleven, I'm pissed. No way. How are I, you gonna make it tomorrow? I don't know. Emily, I will seriously be actually mad at you if you're not there like 10 minutes before 11. Fuck. I'm going to have to set an alarm. Just come with me. I don't think I'm going there till 10. And that means I'm going to have to wake up at like 7.30. It takes me an hour to get up. My alarm goes off for an hour. What do you do? Snooze. And it just goes off every 10 minutes until <sighs> I get up. Okay, like, I... Honey I and I do. could sleep together because we're on the same waking up schedule. Yeah, you cannot do that. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So I love how they're already comfortable. Bryce is eating croissants. Hunt, like, steals the croissant halfway out her mouth. Ugh. I just love their banter. I love their comfortability. And then my favorite line, again, this is Hunt conflicting personalities, is she tells Hunt, stop cursing so much. You're upsetting shrinks. And it goes... He leaned close enough to note gold flecks in her amber eyes. You have the dirtiest mouth I've ever heard, sweetheart. And from the way you act, I think you might be the alpha hole here. And it's just classic F-jam. Oh, I love that. Yeah, like you have a little dirty mouth, sweetheart, princess. Like, I just love it. I never noticed that he said that. I really like it. And she goes, don't call me sweetheart. Yeah, and she like flips him off. I'm coming around to them. I really like it. <sighs> Is that the end? Yeah. Wow. I really like the reread. Me too. I didn't think I would like it as much as I am, but I am. I think this reread's good for me because I was I was giving hump for being judgmental, and I was judgmental of this book. I get, I wasn't judgmental, which is really hard for me to wrap my head around the world, but I really like Crescent City. I am liking it more and more, but it is still not my fave. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping by book three, I just feel like there's just so many things that are like left unopened and like... I think so too. I just want closure on those things. And we had said in an earlier podcast that there's four books... But apparently there's only three. Oh. So she's not doing every house. Because on Goodreads it shows, like, I mean, Goodreads might not be the, like... I don't know if that's the But also on, like, I saw an article where she was talking about an interview and she said that Crescent City was only a trilogy. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be upset. (laughs) Either. The last book will be so fucking good, though. Because, like, she's going to tie up all the strings. Like, she has to. I know she But, like, it's weird because she's doing it by the houses. So, is she just going to not do Flame and Shadow or Many Waters? Because she's definitely setting up Many Waters. I would be totally fine to skip Many Waters. She's setting it up Why? How? Because, like, I don't give a fuck about Therian. Me either. But. I would rather her skip to Flame and Shadow. We have so many more characters than Flame and Shadow. I know. Daddy T. If you could cross over. I would love it. Me too. He would be in House of Many Waters. Yeah. Yeah, except I did. What was the court that I wanted to be in? Dawn. Dawn is my court. Isn't that where... 
It's uh, where they had the High Lords meeting. I don't know who actually rules it. I forget. Uh, Therian. Therian's in this book. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds like that, I think, though. Is he the one who's gay? Or is he the one who has the, like, fun wife? No, that's Winter. Um, I think he's the one who's gay. Um, I'll just look it up. Dawn Court? Yeah. Um, it just sounds so pretty, and this one TikTok I saw, like, convinced me of it. Thessian. Yes, Thessian. Yeah. I don't know, I just... I miss Agatar. I cannot wait till we get through Crescent City. Just to move on to Agatar. I... Like, people don't think we're gonna get the next Agatar book till 2025. I mean, I feel like by the time we get through all the books in this podcast, it will probably be 2025. And then we have a TV show. Oh my gosh, it's only 2022. Yeah, three years. That's a long time. Long time. I didn't even know I'm only a half a year ago. I know, and now we're planning <laughs> three years in the future. I mean, I'm not leaving Chicago, so. Me either. We'll be here forever. I'm actually moving into Casey's building in a yes. couple months. I'm so excited. So we'll probably have a higher cadence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once we live, like, a couple floors apart. It'll be so fun. Oh, I can't wait. Me too. Um, so we're probably going to do a fun episode. Oh, yeah. We'll do a fun episode next. We're thinking either, like, argue your favorite Akatar book, what character do you relate to the most, or what character, like, do we think you represent the most? Yeah. I think that would be fine to say, like, what character you think you're most like. Yeah. And then have all of us be like, no, no, no. No, you're this person. Yeah. So we're going to have Casey's sister, Ellen, and then also our friend Libby, who was on another episode, join those fun episodes. Yeah. And those will be a little bit shorter, so, like, not all of our episodes are, like, two hours long. Yeah. And then our friend Lorelai, who knows everything about any SGM book or fantasy book, yeah. might be joining on a few podcasts in the future, too. So, We've got a lot of fun things planned for you guys. Yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Have a good weekend.